Welcome to the Conversation Podcast with QSource. QSource QI advisor Kathy Ray continues the discussion with Tina Hoffman from Franciscan Health about the rates of suicide in Indiana, how to find help for yourself or for your loved ones, and how communities can be proactive helping individuals address suicide. In part two of this podcast, they discuss the very difficult conversations that need to be had about suicide by using real-life examples that they have encountered. And they also present resources for anybody who needs them. This is podcast two of two. Asking the tough question is where we need to be to understand where they are in their thinking. I've had to ask my mother. Um, my mother, this is a pretty personal topic for me. My mom mm-hmm. is in a facility for her own mental health challenges. And I've had to ask my mom, have you taken enough medicine today to try to go to sleep and not wake up? Because if I'd said, are you thinking about killing yourself? To her, that means automatically maybe a firearm. Right. But if I'm saying you've taken enough pills to go to sleep and she's, and she will tell me, I just don't want to wake up. And so you can read into it gently. But if we ask someone if they're hurting themselves or thinking about harming themselves, that is not the intentional act of killing oneself. Hurting oneself can be trying to drink a bottle of Jack Daniels and go to bed because that can hurt your body. It can be for our people that are self-mutilators, if they're cutters, if they're pickers, if they're burn people, that is self-harm. But that does not lead to the act of suicide, which results in one's death. So I've also had people tell me when I started this in my career a long time ago, I asked someone, are you thinking about hurting yourself? And he said, heck no. He said, I'm not going to feel that bullet when it goes through my brain. We did not talk about suicide. Wow. And so just being calm and understanding that we have to be directional and intentional in the words we're using. So both sides agree that we are talking about suicide and death. Mm -hmm. So hurting and harming does not equal suicide and death. But you can be gentle. Have you been so unhappy? I've noticed that you've had changes in behaviors. Have you been so unhappy lately? You have thought about ending your life. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about a way to not wake up in the morning? Mm-hmm. A lot of times we will hear our loved ones say, I'm done. I can't yes. do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm over it. I hear this a lot with Suffering in some of our older people, such as my husband's grandmother, who's 91. Mm -hmm. She would never do the intentional act of suicide, but she's 91. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm ready to go. Why am I still here? Yeah. Yeah. My grandfather was 103 and he was asking that every single birthday. He was like, why am I still here? Absolutely. (laughs) I tell my husband, I love her. She is just hell on wheels. And I tell her all the time, I was like, if the good die young, you're going to be here a long time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just, um, people will make a statement of, I, why am I still here? But some people are going to wish I was no longer here. So if you're hearing someone say, I don't want to be here anymore, or I want to die. Okay, 
I'm hearing this. Are you trying to make intentional acts of that? What has brought you to this point? And I'll be honest, sometimes if it is family, if you can't be that person, it's okay. It's okay for you to ask someone for help because trying to be the caregiver, trying to be all that you can be for your loved one, and then having to have those difficult conversations, you may not even be in the right frame of mind to have those conversations. So the support that that caregivers can get, if they call 988, is that a great option for them? Absolutely. I um, I work primarily now with our youth and families. And I tell mamas all the time, mamas do not need to be doing this because caregivers' relationships are difficult and families can be ugly. And we think we know someone's story when we don't live their walk. A lot of times this is very, very challenging for families. And 988 is the great opportunity to have a third-party impartial person to listen to someone, to give you guidance on if you need that person to go to the hospital. It also gives you maybe um, an outside person that have authority to help guide you through this if your person does need to go to the hospital. Because a lot of times... Our, our person we're caregiving for, our loved one, doesn't want to hear us, right? We're just trying to manage them. But someone that's more official has a little bit more weight in the advice that happens. Absolutely. I always encourage if you are going with your loved one to the doctors to talk about any changes of behaviors because a lot of this is linked back to medication. And it's linked back to to our medical diagnosis. We undervalue men that have gone through a heart attack or a cardiovascular emergency because it can absolutely rewire them. And we need to make sure we are telling the doctors and our medical staff any changes in behaviors we're seeing in our loved ones as well. Mm -hmm. um, for people that are doing care, care, uh, caregiving at home, that is hard. And I absolutely encourage to always go to a caregiver support group, whether it's online, whether it's in person, go somewhere that's a safe spot for you to vent and feel like you're not alone because it's not going to be roses all the time. There is, you are a human. You're going to feel the feelings. You're going to feel tired. You're going to feel resentful. You're going to feel burned out. You're going to wish that you were always lovely and thrilled. And it is hard, particularly because we come with relationships that were already cemented before this medical diagnosis or emergency or whatever has happened that has turned us into a caregiver. Oh, that's so good. We've talked about question on how to question it, what that looks like, framing the question. We've talked about 988. And then as far as the referral, that would be the physician contact, right? Yeah. So resources. What are the resources? We've talked about 988. We've talked about medical physicians. We've talked about, like, you can absolutely take someone to the emergency room if need be. It's a safe spot. It's not easy. It's not fun. It will take a long time, but it's absolutely always an option. Okay. Um, we have stress centers. 
We have facilities, um, and depending on who's listening to this in their county, we now have 988 crisis intervention teams that will come out. So there's so many resources. A lot of times at the core, this is someone that just needs to be heard. Mm -hmm. We get overwhelmed, right? And we just we just internalize everything and then we start withdrawing because we we are feeling overwhelmed or feeling tired and we withdraw from our loved ones even more and so we are isolating ourselves mm-hmm. and so i just encourage you know call that favorite person that church person call a loved one i also encourage what can we be doing at home together as a family or a group to get through things if it's not a situation that's going to end quickly, such as cancer, mm-hmm. what are we doing to cope? Mm-hmm. How are we coping in a healthy manner as a family? Maybe we're trying to watch more movies and TV shows that give us joy or give us an emotional outlet. What about music? Music is a great resource, right? It can get you through happiness. It gets you through sadness. It gives you back to an instant spot of maybe where you had a first dance, a first kiss, where you celebrated something important. Those are moments that we can do for ourselves. I always talk to people and I ask them, what's the food that your grandparents or something you grew up with that makes you so happy? Have you thought about having that lately, making that at home? Because these are moments that bring us joy when sometimes we forget where that joy is. Mm-hmm. And so resources aren't always going to be big and medical. And whether we are always there for that. Our medical facilities are always open. We will help every way we can. But some of it is what can we do while we're having to endure something? Mm-hmm. And I think I gravitate to the caregiver who's caring for someone with the dementia and noticing that it's just, it's getting worse and the behaviors are worse and we go to the doctor and, but like you said, the support groups are crucial. So area agency on aging could be an adequate resource for someone for like adult daycare or (laughs) home care services, respite services. Um, COA is a great resource. If you're yeah. someone that's a caregiver and you need a respite care, I'm just going to put a plug in for some of our hospice houses across the state because your hospice house can, uh, if they have availability, can actually take your loved one for a week and you know that person's in a safe spot. Yes. They may be raising hell in that hospice house and it's fine. Those people have seen it all. Yes. Just go and refuel yourself. Because we also know, talking about caregivers, that they have a higher rate of mortality, their cardiovascular challenges, their diabetic challenges, the amount of trauma and stress that takes on being a caregiver causes more health issues for that person. So making sure that you're doing for you as well. We always use the example of putting your airbag on before you put it on your child in a plane, but just you can't pour out an empty water pitcher. That's right. And you know what happens? It causes more resentment. Absolutely. It causes more tiredness. 
it causes the challenges of the relationship to be even worse when we don't do for ourselves. Absolutely. I also encourage if you're dealing with someone with a mental health challenge, NAMI has some amazing support groups for loved ones that are caring for someone with a mental health crisis. Because we don't walk that walk all the time. We don't know the challenges. And caring for someone with one kind of medical challenge and caring for someone with a mental health challenge sometimes looks very different. And so having that safe space to collaborate with others that are also doing that walk. I also encourage if you're a family going through a mental health crisis or you're, or you're recovering from a suicide attempt, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, wherever you are, has amazing resources for your state. They have support groups. They can recommend clinicians. They have classes. They And if you are unfortunately do lose a loved one to suicide, they have their own groups for that because that loss looks way different than it does for someone yes that dies from a medical crisis or a car accident and so making sure that you are reaching out we are all here to help in all kinds of ways and maybe you're someone that doesn't want to go to a large group we facilitate across across the state across the country there are multiple sizes of groups to meet your needs do you recommend any resources at your organization? Is there anything that you would like to highlight from Franciscan? Um, we have a partnership with Meridian Health Services is the behavior health office. So we have a therapist available. We always highlight 988. Um, we highlight we do a lot of prevention work out of my department. My, I'm a primary special, our prevention specialist. And so maybe you're thinking, I don't know that I need this right now. You probably are going to know someone that does need it. Come take a class with us. We have so many classes coming up in this quarter and, and in Greenwood, Indiana with at, at our education center. And they're free. I like to tell people it's free. It's me. And I will feed you. I feed your soul. I feed your heart. I try to build the safest space to come in. I have people that come in and don't say anything until the end of the class. And then they hug me and tell me that they just lost their loved one. And I tell, and I find people that come in, they're worried about themselves. Yes. Please, if you need something, if you need a prevention class, if you need just a class to give you some guidance, reach out. We will have the resources. We have these classes. They're free. And if you can't make one in, in Greenwood or in Indianapolis, they're across the state. If there's a Franciscan Health, there's going to be some classes there this year. Okay. And so how do they get in touch with you? How would that work? Um, you can email me at Tina period Hoffman, H-O-F-F-M-A-N-N, two F's, two N at franciscanalliance.org. You know, on behalf of QSource, we just, we want to thank you for this conversation. We want to thank you for highlighting strategies the community can take, some action steps, identifying some some critical precipitators or um, identifiers that may be of crucial situations and and your subject matter expertise is so valued and you are making 
you're making a huge difference. I just want you to know that. QSource will continue to monitor and analyze data in our communities. We continue to build on our partnerships. That includes you. And we continue in our collaboration with fostering educational materials, raising awareness, decreasing stigma, and supporting local efforts and strategies. So, Tina, it's been a blessing to have you today. We appreciate your honest conversation, your honest assessment. We hope you'll come back. We know that you have so much more to share. I just appreciate having you on the podcast today. Thank you for everything. Thank you for having me. I will always come back. I always like to put a plug in that May is Mental Health Month. Start having some education. Let's source some resources. Mental health isn't just suicide. Mental health is taking care of yourself. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you for having me. Anything I can do, Franciscan Health is always willing to come out and, and help with and facilitate any of these conversations. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you or someone you know struggles with suicide, please contact 988 for assistance. For additional information, please visit the QSource website at www.qsource.org.